The theme for this episode is Grit. We'll be talking about Grit by Angela Duckworth, the treadmill, and what that has to do with Will Smith, Steps for Passion and Perseverance, and also Flow versus Deliberate Practice. Let's get to it. What's up? What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. <laughs> this is episode 51, guys and girls. Thank you so much for tuning in and staying tuned. You guys can... 15 seconds of your time, please write a review. We sincerely appreciate it. But enough of that, though. Seth, I know I'm, like, running here, but uh, <laughs> what's up, man? How have you been? Pretty good. My fault. I'll take ownership of this. I was kind of blaming <laughs> the environment. And um, and by environment, I was kind of blaming Wally because he <laughs> did the hangout call. I was waiting for a text back. Um, it's my fault. Uh, let's see. So this week... Um, pretty good week this weekend, uh, went out, there was this, um, it's been a long time since I went out one of those late night, like a, a pretty long time, like months or pro- probably months since uh, I was out late. Anyway, um, I want to just say, uh, happy birthday to Eleanor. Uh, it is her zeroth birthday. I'm now an uncle. So it really makes me think about this podcast and the kind of things we can be teaching the young people in the world. Um, so congrats, Dan. Um, and <laughs> I know you might not be listening, but <laughs> um, I'll, I'll see you soon. Uh, how was your week? Dude, congratulations, Dan. By the way, Sess, congrats being an uncle, man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, dude, my, my week's been great. Just, um, uh, I'm getting the, I finished the book of essentialism, uh, got the videos done both for, um, like both videos for both the clubs and, uh, got another gig for, uh, Flux. So that's one of the bigger, bigger EDM clubs down in South in San Diego. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I can't believe it. Uh, but other than that, just been doing video and work, um, trying to get the, trying to get the whole entrepreneurship leap, trying to get that set up, trying to get that ready. And I'm still, still worried and you know, still getting to like prepare my, prepare everything. But you know, enough of that though. I mean, it's us. Enough <laughs> of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about something essential, books, um, <laughs> This week, we're talking about, it's episode 51. I thought it'd be a good time to, we're trying to do themes for each episode. It's a little experiment. Last week was essentialism. And by themes, we also kind of mean a book. Um, But this week is, we're revisiting Grit. It was our second episode. It's something that we refer back to, um, but don't actually, we haven't, I I, I didn't listen to that old episode. Um, I'll probably do that this week. I should have done it before this this episode but anyway we're going to talk about grit again um we're going to talk about what it is uh steps for growing it and then flow deliberate practice and that'll be our theme for this week and we have some some excerpts that we'll go through Uh, let's just get it started so um grit is by angela duckworth she is a i think professor of psychology at uh penn and wrote the book Grit, and it is about 
her definition of grit is this combination of um, perseverance and passion. So what is grit? Uh, we'll start with this quote from the book, which isn't actually. Uh, so she uses Will Smith as an example. Um, and I'll read this. The only thing that I see that is distinctively different about me is I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill. I will not be outworked, period. You might have more talent than me. You might be smarter than me. You might be sexier than me. You might be all of those things. You got you got it on me in nine categories. But if we get on the treadmill together, there's two things. You're getting off first or I'm going to die. It's really that simple, right? That's Will Smith. Um, if you don't know Will Smith, he's a rapper, <laughs> actor. Um, so, yeah, so that that's, yeah, just an example of grit. And so, so a point that I like in the book is that um, Angela Duckworth talks about this treadmill study where um, people were tested on how long they would stay on this treadmill. This isn't like a 1940s study. Um and the people, and then another person, another researcher, uh, looked back at that study decades later and saw that the people who stayed on the treadmill the longest also were um, better, like with like mental activity and like sticking with things, uh, even decades later. So it was just like this indicator. And her point is that grit starts the next day, uh, as far as like tread, like being on a treadmill. Like uh, once you get off it then that's when you can show grit is by getting on it the next day and the day after and the day after. So, um, consistency. So that's the like perseverance part. Excellent dude. But, uh, so I like that quote from, from Will Smith. The the thing that I'm, I'm always kind of curious about is, you know how you have grit to, it's the perseverance and passion, but Let's say you don't have that much passion. Does that mean that grit falls apart? That's like, like a... um, I think that's like the second. So, so those are the two parts, right? like perseverance and passion, right? So if right. you, so to get back on that treadmill the next day, mm-hmm. you you can probably just you know grit it out or like, you know like that that phrase, just like oh yeah. I'm just gonna like. Um, punish myself but that's not enough motivation that's not something that will get you back on the treadmill the next day uh that's where like the passion part of it comes in and having like that higher meaning um aligning it to a story and a lot you know it, it depends on like picking a good story also like why why are you on the treadmill um why are you running at all uh and that's where i th- <laughs> I do feel like a lot of people who run regularly are the ones that um, they also hate the treadmill. They'd rather run outdoors. And that becomes like their passion. Like, I guess that's like the combination of passion that they'll be more passionate about. They wouldn't do it if they had to do it on the treadmill. Um, they wouldn't run every day if they're on the treadmill because they're passionate about being outdoors and um, they find uh, more, they're more enthusiastic about that. So that's where, uh, they go together. So if you're passionate about something, then you'll be able to persevere more um, because you know that there are more benefits than that. Like if, if your story is just like, oh, if I, if I run on the treadmill every day, then I'll lose weight. Like, well, maybe that's enough. But in a lot of cases, it's not. Like the motivation is 
in the day to day enjoying the process rather right. than like some end goal that uh, isn't so actually all that good. I'm just a quick question then. Um, with with let's say drawing, I know like let's say I tried starting and I started drawing. When did you find passion through that like first day and you're like, oh dude, let me try this out, or was it more like um, when you got into it? Was it just because it was like a, a history, like back in the day you used to draw? Is that how you just kind of got into it, or did you just like if I was to start now, would I gain passion through just doing that, and then it would cause me to be more deliberate? Uh, practice, keep practicing. I guess, like, yeah, if we're <laughs> if we'll if we'll talk about passion, let's. Uh, do you want to read that second quote? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so grit, the steps for passion. It's growing grit from the inside out. So the quote is, quote, to the thirty-something on Reddit with a fleeting interest in everything and no career direction. Here's what science has to say. Passion for your work is a little bit of discovery, followed by a lot of development. And then a lifetime of deepening. That's pretty good. All right. I- I'll ask you this. So um, yeah. with videography, why are you passionate about it? Oh, my well, gosh. Well, okay. So why, why are you, you – you're making videos in some way every day. You're either shooting or editing, right? Just about right. every day. Right, um, just about. Yeah. So why do you do that? Oh, man. It's not just saying that I love doing it. It's just because I find it fun. I find it challenging. The the reasoning behind most of it is because I like to create a story. Or like, um, one of the things that I enjoy a lot, this is going to sound really sadistic, but <laughs> is manipulating people's emotions. And I could do that with video. It's really cool. Like, for example, I did a wedding and watching people, like, I knew there's going to be some crying moments. And like, the way I was thinking it through. And causing, you know... The groom to cry it was actually pretty surprising, and I was like, "Wait a second! I actually did that on cue. That's that's pretty awesome." So, one of the things that I like doing is just seeing people's emotions from the work I do. So, everything that I've been doing is really fun, and enjoyable to see other people like it. So, my services, my work, and people's emotions—it's their reactions, everything. They're positive or negative, whatever it is. It makes me keep doing what I'm doing. Right. So you're like sitting in the dark room editing and your face is lit by the monitor. And then you <laughs> you do that cut and then you say, boom. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> that's when they're going to cry. Um, so, yeah. So going back to like this, uh, what science has to say, like passion for your work is a little bit of discovery. Um, right. When you first were like looking into videography and like buying a camera, why were you doing that? What 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 made you think like oh, okay, um, I know I want to do videography enough to buy this stuff. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, it was before before even um, getting into videography. There was just a time when a friend of mine needed help. Right, and it was it was weird because he just said that I just he just needs a couple videos, and his the thing was I was like I don't know almost eight nine years behind with a camera that's been <laughs> back in the day, and I just was like, well maybe I should just look into uh, getting my investing in a new camera. Let me ask Seth what's a good camera. <laughs> he knows cameras, but uh, 
it was the second that one. It was before I got that camera. Um, I started just researching a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to ask leading questions. I, I've tried to talk about like the discovery. Like, why would... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you used to make videos when you were a kid, like, growing up, right? Right. Um, and that's, yeah, kind of like what I was trying to get as, like, the discovery part of it. Like, how did you know... Um, like, you used to make videos without ever thinking like it would be for money right yeah yeah i never yeah. i never knew it was this is a, i'm actually getting paid for this stuff that's the that's the surprise yeah like because you would make those things in high school or i guess like college oh, like right the music videos and the yeah. Stuff. yeah yeah um sorry i feel rude now for cutting you off on this oh it's okay. um but <laughs> we don't have a lot of time so <laughs> so it's worth it uh, no, it's okay um, yeah so, I, I, I i thought we were getting a little off track with like talking about cameras um, no, no, no. so, okay. I, so yeah, but basically like, um just doing it for fun was was fun like with you guys that was super fun to edit it to do all that stuff as a kid it was it was fun just to learn what like iMovie i don't even know what right. it was but it was it was awesome. It was super fun. Um, yeah. And I, I think that, yeah, that that's like the discovery thing. Because you were asking about like drawing. And I think a good exercise to do is like, I think I was reading uh, Designing Your Life or Design Your Life. And um, it's about like people finding their second careers kind of. Like people are in their day jobs and um, they're there for say like a decade. And you're just starting to think about like life after that. Uh, what will you do? Or like, you, you know. Uh, retiring and all that, like, what are you going to do? Um, so a lot of people try to find a, a second career that's based around their passion. So you, a good way to do is just like list all of your interests from when you were a kid. Like, what did you do with your free time? And is there a viable career path in that? Um, oh. Not that I think, you know, be, becoming like a top level concept uh i was about to say drawer i'm sure that's, that's, <laughs> not, that's not the, the title that uh, the job listing has um like concept artists and things like that that that's um that would take a lot of time uh so that's why but i think it's a good ho- hobby sometimes like hobbies can stay as hobbies and they should um not everything has to end up being like this paid thing and uh that's kind of why I've, I've been trying to draw it's just something i used to be passionate about so i was thinking like oh let me see if it, it's fun to do day to day and it has been so that's good now just quick 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 curious question how long does it take for you to draw um one day in one day do you finish the drawing or do you go come back to it like right like the way <laughs> I work? It, it's kind of I, I guess like uh flipping it back on you like how, do, how long does a video take Right, so it's not as just much one day and I'm done. Yeah, it's like it as much a, as you want, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's going to fill up the space uh, that you allot. Uh, if you have a deadline, you're gonna you're gonna finish it by the deadline, right? Yeah. Um, and if there wasn't a deadline, you can just keep working. Sorry, I'm not like dodging the question. Uh, usually, I'll set like twenty minutes. Got it. So it's a finished drawing. That's pretty great, dude. I mean, but then the drawings aren't great. So, oh. um, 
but it, it's kind of like, well, okay, I learned what I can learn, and I can move on to the next one, and then learn something there. But but there is something to like spending another twenty minutes to just try to flesh out that drawing. Uh, and there's there's things to learn in all of those. Um, so do you still do you still um, practice specific things when you're editing? Are you still I, like if oh, we go, go yeah. back to last year? You, I was really impressed. You would do like look up a technique or something like that, and then try to apply it. Right. Um. Yeah. I still do that same old, same old. But the thing is, it's like all the stuff that I've been practicing now. Uh, it's just super fast. It's everything is done within the keyboard, or I know exactly when the beat drops, or it, it, all the stuff I learned. Like to this day, I still do some other stuff. Like I'm still since I got a new camera, I'm practicing new ways to color grade, new ways to do other stuff. And it's still, like, that last video I did with the with the club, I, no one noticed it, I think, but I used different colors, different grading, and that's still a practice. That is constant practice, and I'm still not happy with myself. Like, everything I keep doing with grit color does not work with me. So I just keep trying to look... I'm trying a new color. I'm trying new, new styles, new... Um, just everything, and it's just practice that no one needs to know about because it's actual paid gigs <laughs> right and it's funny because that's the way i i've been practicing yeah yeah constantly improving um and you asked about just like passion earlier and um getting better so i, I guess that that is a, another thing like this book uh, so good they can't ignore you by cal newport uh where he talks about a common advice like growing up is follow your passion and then you know the money will follow and all of that right um and that book basically says well you know be careful with that because not every passion has a viable career path and you know don't don't jump into like if say last year you said well i'm super passionate about videos I'm quitting my job. I'm going to just dive into this like <laughs> w- without without like the knowledge that you have now today. Um it w- it wouldn't have been a good idea. I I would argue that it wouldn't be a good idea at that point. Like you didn't have any paid clients, you didn't have you, you, yeah, so that that could be a case where like maybe right at that moment following your passion 100% would wouldn't be responsible even. Oh so. yeah, I totally agree. I don't think um, I don't think jumping the gun is good. That's why, like you know, I, I talked to you about this recently, but it's just I need to have a plan before I jump, and I'd rather be prepared sure. than yeah than do all that stuff. It's that's why following your passion, I I love it, but I also hate it. That's it's just a love hate relationship with that quote. Yeah, I hear it all the time. Like I used to hear it when. when what when we were kids i didn't know my passion <laughs> but right. um yeah that's the thing is that i i just don't i just don't think it's that smart yeah th- there's a, a lot of like um survivorship deep... survivorship yeah. bias like the people that are that say that are the ones that, there's plenty of people that probably followed that advice and would not say that now <laughs> like i wouldn't use that advice oh, yeah. you know um so yeah it's something to be I guess, like, careful with going... In any case, you know, like, going gung-ho in either direction is probably not a good thing, like... Um, right. So, yeah, on that note, so that book talks about, like, if you start with, say, like, 
practice and building up the skills, then you grow more passionate about it. So do you feel more passionate about videography now than last year? Yeah, I still feel that I need to keep pushing myself. Um, yeah. It's not just the passion, it's just the the way it's it's the way I'm working now that I feel comfortable the way it is. Like I feel way more comfortable working on this to become more and more being a full-time job for me. Um, the the other thing is I I think last year when I was like, "Oh, I could do this." I think I was nowhere near where I am now. <laughs> like right. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's uh, like I I strive for it, don't get me wrong. I still push for it. I still practice and all that, but I need to get into that mindset of flowing with um, the workflow, I should say. The workflow, the lifestyle, until I think it's fast or viable enough for me to keep doing what I'm doing. So having full-time job right now to working as a side gig, that whole process, I, I'm more I'm willing to, to do a lot more work, a lot more practice, a lot more everything than I am before. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, you're gonna, you know, I think you've been taking a, a good path, just like constantly working on it. Um, and you seem to be pretty balanced as far as like, you still, you still hang out, you still kick it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and yeah. I think I heard you say work flow and also the word practice in there. So, uh, next <laughs> up, this is about, so grit, the book talks about, um, flow and deliberate practice. Um, particularly deliberate practice because it's it's a hard thing and that's how you can build up the skills um, because you, you do need the perseverance um, to yeah to build up the skill set in something uh, so there's this section in the book yeah about flow and deliberate practice and discusses this uh, debate that uh, Angela Duckworth set up between Anders Ericsson and Mihai Csikszentmihalyi um, I love saying that yeah, I practiced it. Um, and you can too. So, uh, <laughs> really quick. Yeah, so, so oh, yeah, really yeah. Quick. Okay. Just a quick question. What is flow to you? What is the meaning of flow to you? The way well, you work? The way you... When, when I hear that, I think of playing basketball. Uh, not that I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Every time I, I mention basketball, like, on a, like when we're recording, I always like, I, or like in my life, I always say like, I'm not good at it. So anyway, <laughs> um, I'll mention that again. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll play pickup. But yeah, playing basketball. And that's not to say you have to be good at basketball to get, get in flow. So, <laughs> but that's what I think of is just like when you're not really thinking of other stuff. And then, yeah. um, and I can, I can get it to that state. Like if, if I'm writing something and um, focused on it and it's that feeling of like time is just passing really quickly. Uh, and it's, it actually happened earlier. So when I texted you, you said you're making coffee. I said, okay. And then I started writing like this comment on, you know, whatever, whatever membership site I'm on. Um, the, you know, one, one of like the 10 that, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then time kind of like, I, I looked up and it was like 20 minutes later and I thought I had been writing for maybe like four or five minutes. So that's what I think of when I'm, when I'm in flow. Um, and I, I'm guessing, do you feel that when you're editing? Yes, yeah. I totally agree. Um, when I am editing, every time I go into, the, like, after all the, the boring loading, uploading, all that stuff, once it's all done, 
I'm actually going into flow. And probably it's when the song or the going flowing through, editing, scanning through all the video that I've recorded, everything just seems to fl- like zoom by. But probably by the time I'm at the end of the song or the end of the clip that I'm done with, I look at the time, it's already been like an hour 45. I was like, whoa, okay, so now it's it's the nitty-gritty. It's going into the editing, editing. So, yeah, right. I mean, I totally agree the, the way you say it when you play okay. basketball, the way that you do drawings or whatever. Yeah. What about this? So when you are you were learning color grading the first time, okay. well, did that feel like you were in flow? No, I was... No, like the way the way it was is because I was still trying to learn, yeah. And like everything that was, I mean, it was still fun. Don't get me wrong. It right. Was just I, I don't know. Something was like I had to gather all that knowledge and then test it out. But it wasn't like like the learning process was not fast. It was very. It was like grinding. It was full on grind. Right. Yeah. You yeah. you're to learn something. That's kind of closer to the de- deliberate practice. So those are kind of the two sides of this um, kind of debate thing. So I'll, I'll just read this. Um, Erickson is skeptical that deliberate practice could ever feel as enjoyable as flow. In his view, skilled people can sometimes experience highly enjoyable states during their performance. These states are, however, incompatible with deliberate practice. Mm. Why? Because deliberate practice is carefully planned and flow is spontaneous. Um, so... She she tells a story about like uh, that, that's another excerpt, um, and she tells this story about the debate, and basically she says they don't really go at it at all. Um, they kind of both just like tell their sides, and um, I it, it isn't like I, I think kind of like her conclusion of it is that um, it's they don't have to be opposed. It's not like you only believe in one or only believe in another. Uh, if you think of again like the basketball example. There's practice and then there's a performance. Uh, or like Ray Lewis says about football, like uh, they pay me from Monday to Saturday. Sundays come free. <laughs> so, something, you know what I mean? So like you're, the practice is the hard part. The performance yeah. is the flow part. So um, yeah, to grit is like that combination in, in a way where like the perseverance is practice. Like you persevere to practice and do these things. And then the payoff is that you get to express yourself in your passion where you get to people don't just practice piano and get to a top level uh, and then not really perform in front of people Um, or not play their favorite songs and things like that. I'm guessing there are probably people that do that. (laughs) Maybe that's a bad example, but um, No, I'll totally but, agree. But, I, I yeah. used to play play piano, but then I didn't like it because my dad would always tell me to play like classical music. I hated that. But um, I will admit. So so basically, deliberate practice to get into flow. Right? It's it's the way of performing, like the way it's not even performing, literally performing. But it's like the way of working. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I think. One way that she puts it that I really liked is, or some conclusion, I think it's like maybe research or something. The people, if you want, uh, some people would say like to be happy, you have to like get in these slow states as often as you can. They're a big part of happiness. Um, and she says that the most 
the people who get in flow states the most are also the ones that do deliberate practice the most. So, um, so you do need the hard work to also have the payoff, which is interesting. And it seems to, uh, I guess, like apply to life and seem to, you know, you do want to have some challenges in life and all that. So, um, and that's how you can build your grit. You, yeah, again, like you persevere so that you can, um, live that passion and practice your passion. Gotcha. All right. Um, I guess we could skip the last part. (laughs) Sure. Let's close it. (laughs) All right. I mean, that was pretty snappy. Um, (laughs) but, uh, we were going to do this excerpt from barking up the wrong tree, but maybe we'll, you know, revisit that, um, in a future episode. I think the theme from that book could be, Something like uh, unconventional beliefs Failure. or something like that. <laughs> Failure. Yeah. Uh, it's a book about conventional beliefs and showing the other side of that and how the answer is always it depends. Um, but yeah, we just That's talked cool. about grit. We talked about uh, the treadmill. So get on the treadmill tomorrow. Um, it's not It's not always. It's, it's about getting back on it. That's how you show grit. Um, Practice to get to flow. Practice, yeah. Uh, steps for passion. Um, think about what your passion is, and if not, if you have to do something, create create a story around it that makes sense uh, and that can help you persevere through something. Uh, remember that there these like there's a reason you're doing hard things. There, you know, you gotta take care of your kids, take care of uh, your family in the future, um, and then we we talked about flow and deliberate practice. They're not a. They're, they don't have to be these opposing things, and one can lead to the other. It can be a cycle. Uh, that's grit by Angela Duckworth. Check it out. Good book. Um, Good job, man. That was actually a great job on that. You... Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's because here's how I practice. Every week we try to switch it up, and I do an outline. <laughs> I do slides and things like that. But it looks like. Just having the one text outline is helping us a lot. Um, Dude, this was awesome. A, yeah. As far as essentialism goes, we know that the the excerpts are kind of like what ties this together. Um, and we'll probably keep doing that in the future. So, yeah, have, have a good week. Shout out to all our listeners. Dude, thanks thanks for gritting thing. it out with us. Um, we we do appreciate all the listeners. Um, thanks for listening. I, I just I need to practice the closing some more. I just repeated myself twice. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, what do oh, you have good. going on this week? Do you have any shoots? Yeah, actually, I have a real estate video shoot uh, set up for Saturday, and then a fitness thing for Sunday. So that's my little weekend weekend workout. Yep, I'll keep drawing. Um, Sounds good, man. Yeah, take okay, it I- easy. Have a good week. Have a good one. Uh, Thank you guys for everything. Enjoy. Please. Thanks a lot. Uh, And as always, we'll close review of the week. Uh, (laughs) Five stars from JD. Like Brazilian barbecue. JD. Yep. All right, dude. Uh, Have a good one. We'll keep it stuffed full of meat. And And cut. cut.